the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Um, listen, full stop. Woo! It's Friday night. <laughs> it is. Happy Friday. I could not be happier about it being Friday, except for the fact that we got to turn our clocks back this weekend. Spring forward, fall back, peeps. We losing another hour of sunlight in the evening. I Can't don't sleep. I, I I don't. You know what, man? I'm I care about my sunlight. What do y'all think about it? We, there's actually uh, some expectation that there might be legislation passed to make daylight savings time permanent, which would mean that we would not be turning the clocks back. And I'm all for that. Right. I'm absolutely all for that. I you know, I I'm never up early enough to where I care about having sunshine in the morning. I'd much rather have it in the afternoons. What do you guys think? Do you want permanent daylight savings time? 888-344-1170. He already jumped in there before he even had a chance to introduce him. That's okay, because it's his show, too. I'm talking about the one and only DJ Potato Skins. Today, I'm proudly announcing six brand new initiatives to propel this new era of American energy dominance. First, DJ Potato Skins. Two key words there. Proudly announcing. Mm, that's right. We are, what, four or five days away from the most consequential midterm elections of our lifetime. But today, uh, lots of people talking about will he or won't he. And actually, it looks like he will make an announcement to run. We're going to talk about that in uno momento. We also have to t- tell you guys tonight that Oprah is back, babies. Just when y'all thought that she was gone forever. Thank Jesus. <laughs> uh, Oprah is back and trying to save Fetterman. We've got that to share with you guys tonight. What MSNBC host that you've probably never heard of got canned today and got canceled and why? Actually, an important story that we have to share with you guys tonight. Friday, of course, means Bob Walters, our education contributor, is going to be here to share with you everything you need to know about what's happening this week in education. Of course, we want to take your calls, 888-344-1170. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K or Andrea, just Google at Andrea K. And you're also going to play yeah. Stump Andrea K a little bit later. Yeah, we got a little quiz on Friday Fun Day. He thinks he's going to stump AK. We'll see. And then next Friday, I'm going to attempt to stump him. So, um, all right. That's that's one question for y'all tonight. Serious question, actually, on the should we should we make permanent daylight savings time? And I know there's lots of people that actually uh, I think we shouldn't go back and forth. The reason one or the other pick one or the other. And and there was the reason for it was that was like all legislation. It's all meant to control us socially. The idea was for um 
moving the clocks back is that we need to because people tend to go to school at a certain time in the morning, go to work at a certain time in the morning. We need to have enough daylight to help facilitate that. Um, I don't know. It, it, you know, people work from home now, school, people homeschool. The idea behind that, even if you could get behind the idea of moving the clock around to to move us around society uh, amongst the sunlight and the daylight, even if you thought at one point that that made sense, our lives don't reflect anymore the ideology the methodology behind that and i think that what it does is it jacks you over at some point throughout the year with your sleep and it messes with your sleep it messes with the sleep of kids it messes with people's schedules messes with your circadian rhythms i'm not sure what any of the benefit is and you're going to lose an hour of sunlight one way or the other wasn't this mainly for farmers anyway originally i think it actually was originally more for schools as well as people going to work. I, I, I think it might have been about farmers at one point, but a lot of that is automated now. Yeah. So the the whatever whether it was about farmers or whether it was about, you know, we got to get kids up to go to school and we need them to have more sunlight in the course of that. Um, that's not really a factor anymore in how we live. And I don't think that whatever benefits that were supposedly derived from it are worth it. So anyway, if you want to weigh in on that, give us a buzz. 888-344-1170. Do you think that Trump is stealing the thunder. Do you think he's sucking the oxygen out of the room by going to rallies? The idea of him going to rallies is to help push certain people over the line and get them over the finish line to a win at, at uh, the midterms coming up. Do you think that he's sucking the oxygen out of the room by making a comment like he did, which was a very possibly, I'm possibly, I'm very possibly going to. Uh, that was a, that was a, a quote that he made the other day at a rally yesterday or the day before his people then have indicated uh, have leaked people from within his circle that he is going to make an announcement that he's going to run for president in 2024 on November 14th. Do you think that he is? Are you glad that he's leaking that he's going to run? Do you think he should have waited until if he's not going to announce until after the midterms? Do you think he should have just waited until it, if he's go- not going to announce till after the midterm, should he have just waited, not said anything until November 14th? You want to know? I, I, I think you really and it builds momentum, especially for the MAGA candidates running to uh, tease that he's going to be. Uh, it, it makes them look good and props them up at the same time. So you think that it gives it gives some wind at the back of MAGA I candidates really because it indicates that not just could we have that you the know, movement is strong. Well, that the movement is strong, that the head of the movement is still with us, that it, it, it I think it also could send a message to the establishment leadership that don't think that these MAGA candidates who, uh, you know, who uh, uh, might get over the line uh, are going to be minimized and marginalized. Agreed. Uh, like what was done to the Tea Party. I think it does send an important message. I don't know that that still couldn't have been sent if you waited until November 14th. Because, and, and, and this is a question for you guys, 888-344-1170, because we've got comments like this from Samantha Sanders, who actually, I, I actually was on a couple panels with Simone Sanders back uh, when CNN still had an office up in LA. Super fun gal, super great to, to, this was before she became Bernie Sanders campaign gal in uh, 2016, I think it was. 
Uh, this is what she had to say today, because there's pros and cons to him. Do I think it could could help a little bit, keep the momentum, the excitement going through the midterms and, and help prop up maybe the Maggie candidates? True. But it also, it, you know, has some risks in terms of with Democrat and independent voters that might be following that might be following these MAGA candidates or might be voting Republican without focusing so much on the MAGA end of it, right? If that makes sense, because there's a lot of Democrats and independents that are going to be voting without any any focus on MAGA, really just because they're struggling so badly right now with the economy and inflation with the Democrats that they're going to vote Republican. It's not about MAGA. It's not about American first for them. And, and with Trump putting himself at the forefront of it, it could remind some people, some Democrats and independents that might vote for, for these MAGA candidates. It might remind them of something that they don't particularly like. Let's play this clip from Simone Sanders, and then we'll talk about it. Clip six. There's something looking forward that I'm wondering about, Simone, and that is really twofold. One is when you look at the election deniers who want to potentially deny the results of their own election. We already know that because in some of these places there's going to be a runoff. Mm-hmm. Tuesday's not going to be the end of it. Georgia, most notably. Tuesday's not going to be the end of it, period, right? But beyond that, if Donald Trump announces this month, we're looking at two solid years of a presidential campaign. It's too early, what Chris. Oh, goodness. Well, I know it early. is, but what does this mean for the country, th- that combination of things? So, one, I think it's in, uh, and I mean, Dasha, who has been out there on the ground, yeah. you were just in Cleveland. You know, and talking to people, uh, they are most concerned about the things that they can see right in front of them, right? The, what, the cost at the grocery store, um, gas prices, uh, how their ch- children are doing in school, how they can put money on the table. I think that people are very disillusioned with our politics right now. They, they, people are tired of the ads. I know people in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, they're ready for the, the election to be over so the ads can go away. And if President Trump, former President Trump decides to announce this year, we or this month, we are in for a very long slog of more ads, more, for lack of, sorry to say, vitriol, okay, more potential threats. The temperature is already hot in this country, and I do not expect Donald Trump to take it down. But I would just say this, to Matt's point, people have to okay. vote. Yeah, it we can, we can shut so down close. Simone Sanders at that point. So do you think she has any point there? That that from from this point alone, that there could be Donald Trump fatigue by announcing two years in advance. I agree with her, although personally, for me, I believe the pros outweigh the cons. I think that what could what could possibly be uh, an advantage for us, particularly with these MAGA candidates winning, is that he has the ability to own a news cycle. And, and with, he can be constantly, constantly pushing and reminding the leadership. He could have, uh, he could use that platform to push out Kevin McCarthy and get a real, if, if he will, if he, if he will be actually be the America first MAGA true conservative, uh, candidate, no longer beholden, not at this point, not in need anymore, having learned from all the mistakes of the past. He must point that out. He must point that out. He could come out and say, no, Kevin McCarthy is, is speaker, but he could be using that candidacy as a way to just put so much force 
on um, the uh, to be a force behind the the MAGA candidates who win to help prop them up to put the pressure through the through the use of the media uh, to marginalize not the MAGA candidates who win but to marginalize the fake phony Republican leadership that has been in partnership with the Democrats to destroy the country. What do you guys think? Do you think Trump is is it too soon for Trump to announce? Are you glad he's announcing? There's polls out there that said that the the conservative and MAGA people wanted to be DeSantis. 888-344-1170. Going to take a break. When we come back, we got more to share with you guys. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, FM 96.1 North County, streaming all over the world. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. The King Tut exhibit's coming to San Diego in January. I can't wait to see that. That'll be a lot of fun. I know. And then, of course. Are they going to have, the question is, will Steve Martin be there singing <laughs> his famous song? <laughs> Born in Arizona, moved to Babylonia, funky tut. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some uh, Steve Martin trivia. I do. A lot of people don't know. It's not widely known, but he got his start way back in the day. He was working at the Disneyland Magic Shop. The Disneyland Mag- Magic right Shop? Right there on Main Street. Yep. Really? That's... I Wow. I had no idea. Here's another little bit of Steve Martin trivia. He and Ann Hayes dated. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they did. He's super talented. He's super hilarious. I loved him in Father of the Bride. Just so My good. favorite movie with him is Cheaper by the Dozen. I never saw that. That is a great movie. Never saw that. I have to check it out. All right. Um, okay, speaking of fun, fun times, Oprah, speaking of, speaking of uh, celebrities nobody's heard of in a while, Oprah's back. <laughs> this one just absolutely cracked me up today. I get up this morning and I see breaking news. Oprah has endorsed John Fetterman. <laughs> Oprah, did you not learn your lesson, lady? You you coughed up and gave up your entire credibility and your entire show and career when you came out. When, for years, she was the apolitical talk show host. And she decided to completely destroy her career when she came out and endorsed Obama. And now, while she's trying to regain a little bit, I don't know how she thought that was going to happen with interviewing uh, on the heels of interviewing Meghan Markle and the spare. Now she's decided to completely kill off whatever was left of her career and her credibility by endorsing uh, John Fetterman. And in you, and in, just in case you think we're making this up, we're not making this up. Skins, please play clip two. I said it was up to the citizens of Pennsylvania. And of course, but I will tell you all this. If I lived in Pennsylvania, I would have already cast my vote for John Fetterman for many reasons. <laughs> Oprah, when was the last time you had your cognition checked? Okay. Somebody needs to check under the hood. Okay. You're going to endorse John. F- First of all, why are you piping up about Pennsylvania when you're not a citizen of Pennsylvania? Right. Why is this supposed to be meaningful? Why is anybody supposed to be caring what Oprah has to say about John Fetterman? Because Oprah's the one who discovered Dr. Oz. Since Oprah, 20-something years ago, brought Dr. Oz onto her show, and he became a big celebrity, suddenly her endorsement 
of a man who is not just cognitively disabled and unable to do the job, but is a crackpot, far left, hypocritical, murdering, a murderer supporting, murder enabling communist. I don't even know where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought. I got so aggravated. Uh, but, but, you know, because she's the one who introduced Oz to the world, suddenly we're supposed to listen to her. That's insane. That's insane. In fact, on the same day that she decides to come out and endorse Fetterman, there was this full court press across the country to try to prop him up and save him, right? Including The View. Here they trotted out this alleged, at one point, uh, Republican, Anna Navarro, who's uh, trying to, inter- who's going to tee, she's trying to tee it up for Fetterman in this interview, trying to bring up several other senators that have faced health issues in order to justify why this man should continue to be on the campaign to be voted into office. And it didn't quite go very well for Anna Navarro or Oprah in her endorsement today. Clip five. Mr. Fetterman, um, several senators have faced serious health challenges in office. Just in the last year, Senator Lujan, Senator Van Hollen, Senator Tim Johnson all had strokes. Senator Specter from Pennsylvania suffered cancer while serving. But none have had these serious issues, health issues before being elected. Since your stroke, you've only released two letters from your doctor and said you will not release your full medical records. Do you feel you owe voters full transparency or have you been transparent enough in that you can get the job done? I I really feel that we have been leaving the same equivalent kind of medical uh, uh, information that uh, Dr. Oz did. What? Say what? Let's stop it there. What? What did he just say? We, uh, uh, we've been leaving the, have you been transparent enough? She asked and he responds, we've been leaving the same equivalent kind of medical information that Dr. Oz did. What? Clean up on aisle five, man. Wow. I think Oprah. Need to hear any more? Yeah, no. It doesn't get any better from there. I mean, you know, why? I, I what are they trying to pull here? I mean, should they just should they just not have you know gone to him? By, what they should have done at this trying to prop him up at this point only can, is is such stupid strategy. This is why it's a killer for Oprah, not just because of, of what she's trying to do here, but how stupid you look. Because all this is doing is highlighting the man's inability mentally to do the job. Right? It's not propping anything up. The smart thing to do would have been would have been for for him to fake an ankle injury or or just go underground. At this point, at this point, it's done. There's no way to try to rehabilitate his campaign at this point. And all it's doing is only making those who are trying to do so look completely foolish and stupid. If they were smart from from a, a, a campaign strategy standpoint, they would be just give up that seat, let it go to Oz and just put your money elsewhere and try to save some other seat somewhere. I just. It, it, do you agree, Skins? I mean, it's just no, a hundred percent. It seems like the more, the more he, you know, unfortunately has that communication problem, and it's. I'm sorry, members of Congress need to communicate, and it doesn't really make it any better. Yeah, and, and Anna Navarro says it herself. You know, all these other examples she used, like cancer, uh, you know, it happened to people who were already in office. To be running for office when you're this mentally unfit is criminal. When in regards to the taxpayers. 
It shouldn't be allowed. In fact, what we should have going forward is we, we should have uh, this shouldn't be allowed. Well, and, and unfortunately, uh, and I, my heart bleeds for him. It, it does. But a mental a mental challenge and a physical challenge for somebody running for office is not the same. No, it's not. Um, speaking of trying to prop up or trying to deny a story, uh, the Paul Pelosi story, NBC, believe it or not, NBC actually uh, actually reported on a story. I'm not sure if we've got time to get into it now. We're going to save this for next hour because I want to spend a little time on this. NBC, believe it or not, actually did a report about the truth about what was going on inside the Pelosi home. And they actually uploaded the report. Not just in, not just a, a, an article, but actually a, a, a reporter doing a video about the story and about what happened inside the home. And then NBC took it down. NBC took it down. Uh, here they've tried to make this story be their closing argument to tie what happened in the Pelosi home. It's not working. To Donald Trump and to Jan and to January six and and try to be try to have this be an example of seventy five million Trump supporters being about political violence. And not only has it not worked, but the truth is coming out. And who would have thought that the truth would come out by NBC? That's what's absolutely interesting. And something else that's interesting has happened. In, in a moment, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Bob Walters. But next hour, we're going to share with you what really went on but inside the home of Paul Pelosi, right? And then we're also, it's something else that, that NBC was actually going to report on. Something else that's interesting going on in the media is the recent firings of some far left. And it's interesting going into the midterms. A gal named Tiffany Cross was fired today, and I had never watched her show. I had no idea to the extent that MSNBC had a show whose entire premise was based on attacking white people. Basically accusing white people of being not just an inferior race, but inherently inherently violent. Uh, just, I mean, the worst possible things that you can claim about a race of human beings was being touted on the show. And for some reason, they decided to fire this individual. And, and, and I'm wondering if, if the cleanup, we talked about cleanup on aisle five after Fetterman. I'm wondering if this is not a cleanup in advance of some of these media outlets going into the midterm. So we're going to share that with you guys later on. That's at the top of the hour. Coming up next, though, we've got Bob Walters is going to be here for his Friday night education segment. So stay tuned. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Shark attack actually in Del Mar today. Woman was uh, bitten in the thigh. I'm not sure what kind of shark it was out there. Prayers up for her to have a speedy recovery. Careful out there if you're planning this weekend to go into the waters off the coast of uh, San Diego. And careful whether or not you put your kids in any of these schools happening across the country. It is Friday. And that means our dear friend Bob Walters, our education contributor and author of the new book, Education or Indoctrination, joins me now. Hello, dear. Hello. Good to be here. Good to have you with us. You got some good news to start us off with, my dear? I do. It's harder to find it, but I've got some. The National Association of Scholars is pushing three bills to eliminate the radical establishment's power to select teachers in America. One is a non-discrimination act. Another is a licensee review, and another is Education Certification Act, just as Arizona just recently did. Good luck. 
Potomac, uh, Potomac Tea Party is the one sponsoring this, this effort. So, well, okay. Okay. And, and you say as Arizona did. So was that when they did, was that their school choice initiative in Arizona? Yeah, it was. Okay. They also added the, uh, the re- rules and restrictions on what teachers could say and do and be hired. Okay. Well, I'm liking this. I mean, I'm liking these three areas here, non-discrimination. I'm hoping that means, um, you know, we've seen lately that, that a lot of these schools around the country are having teachers put not only their pronouns in their in their profiles, but also their race. You know, it's just, you know, the CRT crap. Um, I'm liking they've got a licensee review because there's a lot of schools around the country that are just, you know, um, not even having, you know, people with the education, you know, that are licensed to teach in schools. So I'm loving everything about this story good all right then we've got a a female player was hurt recently last week by a spike volleyball from a player who turned out to be transgender Mm. school board of kawasi dam high school in uh, south in south carolina passed a measure forbidding their female team from playing any team that is allowing transgender girls females to play on their team against their operation well, good, because yeah, I, I, I think I saw a video about that. Basically, this is a biological male who uh, was able to use all their uh, their shoulder strength and arm strength to knock a ball that practically took her head off. And yeah. this shouldn't be happening. And so hat tip to this school for saying, you know what, we're just not going to play any school that allows this. Right. It, you know, if, if you're a biological male, compete with your biological males. Or or the or the other option that everybody's talking about is transgenders play other transgenders. Um, so this is good. Hat tip to the school for that. I agree. I mean, that's the whole purpose of having special uh, education or program set up for women to play sports. Yeah. Is protect them against men playing against them. I, th- I think that was Title IX, right? Wasn't that the whole point of, t- of Title uh, IX? Right. Yep. Yep. Okay, in the recent letter in the Association of Academy Pediatrics, Doctors have raised concerns that the association support for gender treatments has not gotten the research and analysis required and demand that they should do this before they continue supporting such a policy for minors in the United States. So that's oh, good. Yeah, that is good. Um, it, it's, it's still, I'm sitting here thinking, should doctors, I, I mean, how did we even get to a point where the Association of Academy of Pediatrics supports genital mutilation of children, Bob? I mean, it's just insane. Um, but hat tip to some doctors who push back against uh, this insanity. In fact, this is a reminder that sanity is on the ballot these midterms. It is. Yeah, hopefully we get through this with some yes. victories. Yes. And you got Alex Newman, who's a well-known conservative spokesman, says that his time has come to get your children out of the public schools. Not only do we have transgender and sex education focus in our schools, but says government surveys shows that less than a third are proficient in any core subject, such as writing, reading, math, science, or history. And they are strong on intersexual, however, intersexual oppression, global citizenship, gender ideology, and global warming. (laughs) The kids are moving from values of liberty and Christian faith, and it's time for the kids, if parents can do it, pull their kids out of the public schools. Well, no hope. yeah, 
Yeah, I, I heard a report today. I was thinking about you because I heard that in, in New York, 20% of the kids are proficient. And I thought, well, that's the, that's the kids that these, you had reported a couple of weeks ago. There's a specific couple of schools in New York that is just knocking out of the park, even with black students with, you know, graduation rates and proficiency and all this. And if 20% of students in New York are proficient, it, it means that uh, all of these, 100% of these kids are in these two schools and the rest of them are are dumb as rocks and don't know anything because we know that there's a couple of schools in New York that are doing well and the rest of them are not. So, I mean, you might as well as parents figure out something to do with homeschooling your kids because otherwise, you know, you're just sending your kids to school all day to, to learn nothing um, but how to be a socialist and how to be a Marxist. So, you know, I, it, there's got to be a way. Maybe I'm, I'm wondering if at some point you're not going to report to us that there's People that will come into your home and teach your kids, like somebody, like a teacher to come in and homeschool for you. I bet you, I think that is growing in some of the states. We hope it spreads. Yeah. Okay. Be good. Yeah. All right. Football coach who was fired a couple of months ago for praying after a high school game has been reinstated by his college. Good. That's so, great news. <laughs> yeah, that is good news. All right. Some college crazies, which I got some. University of Chicago was set to offer a class on, quote, the problem of whiteness. Critical race theorists have allegedly shown that whiteness is a long function as an unmarked racial category of discrimination of white people who are, think they're better than everybody else in the world. Sophomore Daniel Schmidt has called this another example of anti-white hatred he's seen on his campus. And it is part of this critical race theory that teaches that whites are the oppressors. So at some point, all your other race groups join into that and think that whites are terrible. Well, I, and, and, and you said that this is that whiteness is, is function as an unmarked racial category. I'm not even sure what that means. What do they mean by that? Um, you know, um, it, just to, to, to even hear the words of something being a, a class about the problem with whiteness in the United States of America makes me really angry that we, this, we do have systemic racism in this country and it's against white people. And later on, I've got a story about a host. Hopefully, we're going to be turning the tides on this crap. Um, with the red wave coming in the midterms, we've got this gal named Tiffany Cross. We've got a story coming up later about her. Her entire show on her network was about uh, hating people for being white. And we've got to, and we as white people have got to stop taking it. We've got to stop putting up with it. If you've got a kid in school, why would you have your white kids sit in a class in any at any grade level that's called the problem with whiteness? We've just got to we've got to take a stand on this, Bob Walters, don't we? Bad. And I got one down in San Diego for you. Oh no. <laughs> a professor at University of California in San Diego, Barbara Walter, has warned that Christian white men are primed to start a civil war in America. That's oh, weird. Wow. Her study of world history says that groups that once were dominant and then began to decline are the major cause of such battles. She went on to say that since 2008, we have seen a significant rise in violent extremism, particularly from those white men on the right, which is not true. No. White men founded America about now. We're seeing a falling of their strength and privilege, which might lead to a civil war in this country. Look, this there. There's never been a civil war in this country that had anything to do about anybody losing power. It had to do with seizing freedom, and that's what we fought the British over. 
right? Yep. And the Civil War, quite frankly, was about states' rights. It really wasn't. Yep. It, it really wasn't about what what people allege that it's about. But 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 who? But this is we are the only country in the history of the world in which white people shed blood to end slavery. And it was the African, it was the Africans, the black people in the continent of Africa that sold their own people into slavery. And I'm sick and tired of this crap. And I don't know who this Barbara Walter is, but she needs to get educated. UCSD has just become, a, you know, I used to help train medical students there. And now part of their training is about even even to get admitted into the med school here. You have to you have to prove that you uh, support diversity, equity, and inclusion. UCSD is a dump. There I said it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. It just makes me so you got me fired up with this story. Nobody's talking about this, by the way. I will tell you, there's not one media outlet in San Diego that just reported what Bob Walters did on the Andrea K show. This is why you need to be listening in to the Andrea K show Fridays for Bob Walters. All right, my dear. What else you got? Community colleges are no longer on track to close the achievement gap called vision for success. The goal of cutting it by 40 percent is nowhere near. Governor Newsom now says he wants it closed by 2026 in its entirety, where all the races are graduating exactly the same. (laughs) The graduation rates for Latinos is 18%, 40% for Asians, and 30% of the kids don't even come back to college after their first year. And you're going to close this up and everybody's going to be the same? Oh, wow. Well, first of all, Bob, you and I both know that there is no such thing as, as, as you, can't, you can't achieve a goal of everybody graduating at the same rate, you know, based upon skin color or anything else. This is just nonsense. We're individuals, right? And, 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 and to try to set these, un, these unattainable, uh, you know, numbers out there, it's just, it's just stupid on its face, right? Um, you know, uh, not everybody has the same, not everybody should go to college, not everybody should go to community college. Not everybody should be taking the classes that they decide to take, right? Um, not everybody has the money to go. Not everybody, you know, is is equally smart. So the, I don't. The idea with this program called Vision for Success that they're going to have ever they're going to divide all these students up into neat categories and everybody's going to graduate at the same rate. It's just utopian nonsense. It's just it's just stupid. And, you know, and then and then and then part of the problem then, too, is that when they don't graduate or even if they do, many of them come out with these big fat debts and, you know, loans that they took out that are worthless. And then they want us to all pay it off. That's another, you know, aspect of the story. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. It really doesn't lead to anything good for this country. No, it doesn't. All right. I think this is a good time to take a break. I'm going to calm okay. down after Bob got me all riled up with his UCSD story. <laughs> and we'll be back with Bob. More from him on the other side of the break. So don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, segment two with our buddy Bob Walters from Education. He got me riled up with a story, part of his college crazies before the break, and he's probably going to get me equally riled up as he continues with his reports. Carry on, my friend. All right. So Seattle University, totally bad news, received $1.5 million in federal support to aid low-income students for, who are trying to do STEM. That's science study. This would give each a $10,000 tuition support each year. Wow. 
we're it's not like we're 31 trillion dollars in debt or anything we can afford this right bob <laughs> it's crazy sure. yeah and then next year is another good one harvard's american repertoire theater put on a performance of Macbeth, which sets to reduce racial barriers but to limit the performance to blacks only oh so this is racism racism in spades isn't it well, what's the point of, of how do you reduce racial barriers by having an all black cast, but then you don't allow any white people to see it? That's like right. the that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's kind of like this movie Wakanda that came out, some new Black Panther movie. And the people from the movie were saying that white people weren't allowed, shouldn't go, go and see it opening weekend. I, I, it's uh, it's insane. That's what you got going on everywhere in this yeah, country. It's stupid. All right, and again, Hillsdale College did a survey and found that nearly half of younger Americans would prefer, quote, living in a socialist country, unquote. The word socialism does not carry the same stigma as it did in the past. It has now been resurrected by celebrity politicians and schools, and it's true. More than half the kids, young people, think that socialism is wonderful. Wait till you get to be able to vote and start taking over. Country. Yeah, well, that's the whole idea, right? To churn out. This is what you've been reporting on for years. You know, they're churning out little socialist soldiers for the state, you know, and one of your reports from earlier about, you know, the, you know, um, the state of kids in the schools is that I think you said that they were um, they can't read or write or math, but they're strong in intersectional oppression, global citizenship, gender ideology, global warming. It's all it's all Marxist socialist nonsense. And, um, you know, and, and we're going to you're right. We're going to all pay a price for it because they're not uh, tr- teaching kids about what what the value of a free market capitalist society and uh, and the the America that became the wealthiest nation and why America became the wealthiest nation in the history of the world to the tune of why. And we're still writing checks to everybody around the world. Right. They're not kids aren't being being raised in that. And so it's not necessarily their fault, um, but we're all going to pay a price for it. I agree. And here we got Pennsylvania State University is considered an exceptional school, despite the fact that it helped cover up the crimes of one of his employees, an assistant coach, who sexually abused children for 15 years till he was caught. Wow. 15 years. Now the school years. no longer open a center for racial justice. This, is, this new university president, Neely Bendispo, claims she will focus on other diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, such as scholarships and more black faculty. Only 3% of the present staff is black, and one-third of them regret working at this college. That's amazing. Mm. The university did have a $150 million deficit this year, and it suffered a 25% drop in student attendance. Wow. Um, This isn't Penn. That Penn is the Ivy League University of Pennsylvania, right? This is Penn State. Um, but it's but it's still considered a good school, um, and it shouldn't be any longer because you've just reported that they covered up for a, you know a, a child abuser for fifteen years, uh, and you know uh, and they're uh, they are one hundred fifty million dollar in the dollars in the red, so they don't know how to manage money, and and yet they're still jacking students on tuition, and you know they're all about shoving their diversity instead of educating and managing their money well, they're about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, you've been warned out there if you're thinking about putting your kid or sending your kid to Penn State. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bob? <laughs> I agree. And you got, and, and you got some other topics, too. In, in two years, Montgomery County Schools in Maryland went from 35 to 239 student 
claiming gender disorientation. That's a 580% increase in two years. That's how serious this discrimination or this... Well, that's how hard they're working to recruit children, to push children. They know that children are malleable, that this isn't something that's natural or normal. This is something the left is pushing for. The data was collected from 84 schools and shows an example of the explosion of Mm -hmm. gender confusion for kids nationwide, which it does. Wow. All right. Then you got uh, some more bad news. New York City schools will cut the number of middle schools using admission screening by 70%. In other words, in New York, they had a number of schools that anybody could get in by lottery. And then they had a limited number of schools that had scholastic requirements in order to be admitted to the school. But because... They didn't have a lot of minorities in those schools, like blacks and Latinos. They decided to virtually eliminate those middle schools and let it be by lottery, everybody coming in, with no special attention, no special achievement requirements and grade grade scores. Which just is going to hurt the very kids that this is supposed to help, because it's just dumbing, the dumbing down of kids. And in the end, it hurts America. Yeah, Gee. absolutely. Uh, In a study done by Vanderbilt University in Nashville, it found that the number of chest reconstructions done by their medical department on young girls jumped from 100 in 2016 to 489 in 2019, a 400% increase. (laughs) The public was shocked to the point that the school has suspended such surgeries on minors for the time being as of last month. Wow. America, wake up. This is just what we're doing to children. What the left is doing to children in this country is an abomination. This is evil. It is. Some states have placed limitations on gender treatments and surgeries for minors, but President Biden has made it clear that it's a priority to stop these states and the action they're taking. He has now allowed transgenders to join the military and then to pay for them to have surgical transitions with taxpayer funds. Over 1,000 soldiers have had transfer, sexual transfers surgeries in the military this past year. And, they're, and, w- and when they're going through that, they're not fit to serve. They're no, not fit not, to serve. It, it's, military, and, and, and in fact, a new admiral is wearing a skirt. I'm sure China and Russia are just happy to, to see this kind of deterioration of our military. Yeah, and that's that's what this trans movement is. It's about it's about the the destruction of the fabric of our nation. It's it's about destroying men in this country. It's about destroying values. It's about weakening us as a nation in every aspect of our society. And this is and you have to. I know inflation is the number one issue going in uh, to the elections, but everything that Bob laid out shows the other issues that you that this is really. Uh, inflation is easy. It's obvious. Uh, it's not as obvious when you're talking about the destruction of America through the mines. But that's what's going on. And the battlefield for that is in our schools. Tell everybody in the 30 seconds we have left about We the Kids. All right. We the Kids is a great organization. We the Kids dot U.S. Again, I urge parents and adults listening, reach into them, find out what they're about, order some of their free books and materials that preach and show about the history of America and be proud of the country. That's good for the kids to read because they don't read it in school. And uh, I think it has great value to America to help the kids get in the right direction. And they're, they're welcome to help, to contribute to them, help them in any way. And I invite everybody to read my book, Education or Indoctrination. You can get it on Amazon. 
Happy to be here tonight. Well, glad to have you. And I'm going to share more about education or indoctrination next week after I finish reading it this weekend. So stay tuned for my report on that and my review. Y'all know I'm going to love it. And we love you, Bob Walters. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. All right. Bye. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show on its way. Let's talk about this Tiffany Cross who got canceled today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.